I'm Katie Prejean McGrady, and this is Ave Explores. Advent, I think, might be my favorite liturgical season. I mean, everybody's all about Lent. We love to pray and fast and give alms. And, you know, most people are probably just pretty okay with ordinary time. We're just going through our ordinary life. But there's something about Advent and these few weeks where we get to intentionally slow down and watch and wait for the coming of the newborn king, an intentional push, as it were, to slow down in our lives and to really contemplate and focus on what is it that God is asking of us in a real way. What is it that I can do to prepare my heart to welcome Jesus Christ into my home and and into my life in a more intentional way? And for the next few weeks here on Ave Explorers, we're going to be walking through the themes of Advent that our good friend, Father John Burns, dug into in his wonderful guided Advent journal, Adore. Now, What I really think you're going to love about this Advent journal is that Father John takes us through in a very intentional way, contemplating these really important questions. Like like the first Sunday of Advent, we dig into the question of, let's stretch beyond a passive readiness for Christ's arrival. And what are some ways that we can move with fervor and resoluteness toward Christ? And really thinking about these themes over the next few weeks of how we can be watchful, how we can be hopeful how we can be intentional in our preparation, how we can draw near to the Lord in a really intentional way. And to really kick off this conversation about watchfulness, especially ways that we can be watchful during Advent, we sat down with my good friend, Sarah Swafford. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a wife and a mom. She works a lot with young adults and college students up in Kansas at Benedictine University. She's an amazing woman of God who has some great insights to share about how to be watchful and ready for Advent, and most especially, how not to be so stressed about getting it all right, but to just embrace the pace of the season. You can grab a copy of Father John Burns' book, Adore, over at AveMariaPress.com. There's still time to get it. Even if we are in the beginning of Advent, you've still got time to get it. Grab it from AveMariaPress.com. Join us as we walk through it. Tons of people are doing this book together. You can probably find a group online to walk through the book with. It comes with these incredible illustrations inside from Valerie Delgado, Pax.Valerie over on Instagram. And for the next few weeks over on our Ave Maria Press Instagram page on Mondays, you will be able to join us for a live Instagram convo with Valerie, an IG live with Valerie, all about her process as an artist. And she's going to take us through a color by number as we walk together through the Advent season. So you're going to want to follow Ave Maria Press on Instagram. You're not going to want to miss that. But right now, we want you to sit back and enjoy this conversation with Sarah Swafford about watchfulness in the season of Advent. I've been telling people for years that I wish there was an Advent to the Advent season because I always feel like I get to Advent and I'm like, yes, Advent. I have all these ideas and all these goals and all these plans. And I even, I mean, I go as far as like writing things down and getting excited and doing all the things. And then Christmas eats Advent. It's like the Pac-Man game, you know, it's like here comes almost like the secular Christmas wants to like eat Advent and it's like the Pac-Man thing. And I just feel like no matter, and again, we've done a good job of fighting back, but there just seems to be always like a moment where you're like, this is too busy. Advent's supposed to be this beautiful time of reflection and preparation and all these beautiful things. But I feel like I'm always a little bit overwhelmed as a mom, you know, as a, a wife and a mother and someone who wants to create this beautiful you know, time and place, even, you know, get all the food, get all the decorations. Like there's so much good in it that you don't want to miss and you don't want to stomp it out. But at the same time, 
Yeah. You almost yeah. need an, like, I always am ready to start Advent over again. I like am. when Christmas starts, yeah. you know, it's like, I need to, I need a do over. I need a redo, you know? So yeah, that's, I'm just so glad we're talking about this and, you know, now because mm-hmm. it's really preparing me for like preparing for Advent is a real thing. And I'm so glad that we're all doing this and that this is a thing, you know? So, yeah. So our babysitter just got back from Disney world and she was telling me how they were there specifically. They wanted to see the changeover of the season. So they were there Halloween week. They were there on Halloween and they went into the magic kingdom, like November 1st. And she said, and Christmas had arrived like overnight. They went from Halloween to Christmas and Thanksgiving just like, wasn't a thing. It's just like, it didn't happen. And I was like, this is, this bothers me. Like the fact that, cause that's what things have happened. We jump into this. And so we don't actually spend any preparation time for Advent. So then we're certainly not spending any preparation time for Christmas and what Father John's written is this incredible truly like guiding people into the season in this first week of watchfulness and like really wanting to dig into what does it mean to watch and wait what does watchfulness mean to you Sarah Yeah you know it's so great Father Johnny and I have been friends for a really long time and he says things sometimes like you know how sometimes you're listening to someone talk and you're like I'm sorry can I pause you and write that down <laughs> cuz I kind of want to go pray I want to like go pray with that you know but he just drops these kind of things, you know, from the sky, you know, not really, but just like from his heart. And that this whole book I felt like was really dropped, you know, and, and I, I loved skimming through it and reading through it. You know, I can't wait to do it like in Advent, but I was really moved by the the different titles of the different sections. And I thought watchfulness was such a great way of encompassing what the kind of the beginning of Advent really should be. And watchfulness is such a loaded word. You know, I, I was writing, I took some notes when I was just kind of going through it. And you hear all these words like attentiveness and alertness and awareness. And, you know, you have all these words that are so beautiful, but at the same time, I feel so distracted all the time. You know, I, I just, not all the time, but I mean, you know, when you're a wife and a mother and you, you know, you got like your things that you want to do, you have the things you need to do, you have the things you have to do. You're always watching, you're always aware, you're always, you know, attentive to different needs. But there's a different kind of watchfulness that I think Father Johnny is really getting us to look at in this watchfulness that he's talking about. And and I think that it's kind of twofold. It's looking one at what am I seeing, like from you know my eyes to the world, like watchfulness of what's going on around me, but also this very deep and intimate watchfulness that's taking a step back mm-hmm. and really almost watching from like the soul and being aware from like a place of depth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Advent is such a great time for that. And again, we don't step back. Some, I mean, Lynn and Advent are kind of our go-tos for that deep dive, you know, that step back. But I took that watchfulness word when I was kind of praying through this as a really deep look into what not only what's going on around me, but what is really kind of being able to stand back and watch from the outside my soul and what's going on in my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for something to happen at the end of Advent, but maybe something's going to start in me at the beginning of Advent. Like the Lord's going to watch a transformation in me. It's a dual watchfulness. I'm watching for something to happen and I'm waiting for him to watch how I'm transformed. How does your family Mm. celebrate Advent, Sarah? Do y'all do the Jesse tree or y'all decorate gradually? Like what does Advent look like in the Swafford (laughs) house? Right, right. Well, it's really neat. You know, I've been a mom, my eldest son, I have five kids. So Thomas, is 15, Fulton's 14, Kate is 10, Colby, Joseph is six, and John Paul is two. 
So I have like the teens to toddlers and I've been a mom for, I feel like I've been a mom for a long time, but I'm forever 25, you know, you know, you and me, Katie, forever 25. Right. So I, um, I love the fact that I'm also, it's probably, I don't, anybody that knows me knows this, but I, I really struggle with, uh, if you've heard me speak, you definitely know this, but just this kind of this idea, I'm the oldest child. I have all brothers. I'm a perfectionistic people pleaser. You know, like I battled my whole life with just, you know, I come from really high achieving, beautiful parents. And like, uh, you know, I just, I come from like this very American, you know, successful, you have to be successful, you know? And, and so I feel like when it comes to like holidays and, you know, like living out Catholic faith, all of it, there's still this weird pressure, you know, to like, oh my gosh, I got to do all the things. And it has to like, oh gosh, like we got to do this and this and this and this. And like, how do, so even sometimes I think we take our maybe our upbringing are like all American, like do it, do it well, make it look good. You know, all the things that kind of make you feel this weird pressure and stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety that like definitely, definitely is not put there by our Lord. Mm -hmm. I think you feel that. So the holidays are kind of funny. I I remember I figured it out like a couple of years into motherhood where I was just working so hard to like create this beautiful environment. It had to be like all the things, right? It had to be like all the secular things. It had to be all the, the Catholic things and all, you know, And I remember Christmas morning, I cried. Like I was so tired and I was so overwhelmed. And I remember thinking like, did I do it all? Did I do enough? Did I, you know, and this again, I was, you know, early on in motherhood. And I remember like Swaff kind of looked at me like I was nuts. Like my husband just looked at me like, why are you crying? And I was like, I just feel so spent. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I mean, these are even like happy tears. They're good. I mean, I just feel like emotionally drained. And so to all of your listeners out there, no matter where you're at in your walk with the Lord, or even your role as a person, like maybe you're like a newer mother or a younger mother, or maybe you're a dad, like a, you know, maybe you're dad of a bunch of teenagers, you know, like, I don't know where you're at with like your walk in life or the Lord, but like, I just want to tell you right now, like, it's okay to not do all the things and it's okay to just do the things that give life to your family. And it's okay to not feel like you constantly have to be keeping up with not only the Joneses, but the Catholic Joneses, you know, like I think sometimes we get really stressed out because like we didn't celebrate this or that or that or that. And so I I guess I say all this with saying our Advent traditions have changed and have morphed and we've like accentuated certain things and we've cut back on other things. And that's like with secular, you know, the secular stuff or Mm -hmm. just feeling like, what it looks like. So I guess that's a very long way of saying, (laughs) I just really feel like everyone needs to take that pressure of like how you do holidays and how you do them, whether it's you and I could probably do an entire podcast radio show on just like, even just like trying to figure out how to, to blend your families together when you do holidays or, Mm -hmm. you know, just what it's like to kind of enter into each other's worlds when you get married or when you start having kids and how, to balance all of that because it's very hard. But we as Swaffords, we love Advent. We actually do our Christmas tree. I have the Jesse tree ornaments and we actually do. I love the lights and the beauty of the tree. Like I literally would have a Christmas tree up all year long. I mean, it's just so great. I think Emily, <laughs> Emily Wilson does. And I'm like, do it, do yeah. it. So I think, like, I think Christmas trees, yeah, they're so like, romantic and beautiful. And I, I could just sit and read and like pray by a Christmas tree forever. So so we love putting the tree up after I always put it up after Thanksgiving. And then we put the Jesse tree ornaments on it. And then a couple nights before Christmas, usually not Christmas Eve, because there's too much going on. But like the night before we start putting up the real ornaments and I let mm-hmm. the kids do like all their fun ornaments, like they're the one they got when they're one and you know, all that stuff. But yeah, but yeah so Advent for us is Jesse tree. I have a couple great books that we read from 
we do night prayer as a family in the Swafford house. We usually do it with night prayer. And I learned a song in Catholic elementary school about light the advent candles. And it's like the only thing I remember from like first grade of life. And so (laughs) plus reading or whatever, but so the kids sing the light the advent candle song and we light the advent candle wreath. And then I have boys. So then we try to figure out how to put the advent candle wreath out by licking our fingers and putting the, you know, I mean, I have boys, you know, so I don't know if it's more fun to light the advent candle or to put it out at night. So, you know, it's, I got boys. So, you know, we would always fight over who got to blow it out, who gets to blow out. Right. Yeah. Right. We do a lot of fun things for Advent, but we also have learned that I had a mom tell me one time at a Bible study, I was, you know, stressed and I think a young mom stressed and she's like, just pick like 10 traditions or 10 saints that you love and like do them and do them well, like Mm -hmm. go big or go home. Because I think I was starting to feel like, man, I didn't do this and this and this and that. And I started feeling like a, uh, you know, the mom fail. And it was like, no, 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 no. You don't, I mean, like, you don't have to feel like just because you didn't do every single saint and do every single craft with that saint that you're failing. It's like, no, you don't have to feel like that. So my advice would be pick the Advent traditions that give your family life or give you life as a person and do them, like do them big, do them well, you know? And, and then if it doesn't, if you want to change something or add or subtract something, like go for it. Like, I think that that's what Christ will look at us and be like, dude, it's not a checklist. It's a, what brings you life list and what brings you closer to me list. Mm -hmm. And that's where Advent's at, you know? You know, that keeping up with the Joneses attitude in, I would just say liturgical living in general. Like the first year that Rose was born, I forgot about All Saints Day on November 1st. And so like I'm (laughs) scrolling through Instagram that day and realizing like everybody's got their kids dressed up. And like, we were just trying to figure out breastfeeding. And like, it was just, I felt like I was like, I'm the worst Catholic mom in the world. And of course, like this year, now they're four and I've got a one-year-old. I've got a little more handle on our schedule. And so it's like, yeah, we can totally pull the costumes (laughs) off. And so it's like the same thing with that first advent of, I was determined we are going to do a Jesse tree with a four-month-old. And Tommy kind of made fun of me for it for a second. And I was like, no, I'm making this a thing. I kind of feel like we do that in Catholic world. We, I have to do all the things because otherwise it won't be successful. And like, actually the beauty of Advent is like the slow, steady kind of plodding along. A friend of mine has this, I just actually ordered mine. It's this beautiful kind of like a play on an Advent wreath and it's a spiral and Mary is on a donkey with Joseph, like standing next to this little statue. And you just move it every single day. To oh, get I love it. Manger. And it's like, it's the simplest thing, simplest yep. little visual reminder. So this Etsy shop finally had them available again. It's like, that's what I want. I want something simple and slow to just remind yes. us to be watchful for what's coming. Amen. You're going to have to drop a link for that. Cause I think every yes. mom out there's like, I want it. I want that. Yeah, I want I that thing. It. Well, so yeah, I want, I the, the last question we've been asking everybody as we've kind of, you know, been teasing out the Adore book that Father John and Valerie illustrated, and it's just such a great resource. What is your word of encouragement to folks to really have that fruitful advent kind of playing off of what you just talked about? Like, take it one small bit of it at a time. Like somebody's hearing this and says, okay, I'm doing the book. I'm going to journal every day. I'm going to really reflect with these images. What's your word of advice to where this is a fruitful season of watchfulness for them? Mm, totally. I'm so glad that we have, you know, four hours to go into what we want heaven <laughs> to be. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think that I was actually praying about that for myself, you know, like we just moved and there's just a lot going on. And I was just joking with you, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm living the dream and also trying not to drown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just, it's, it's all good things, but I think Advent really is a choice and it's a choice to really say, gosh, like I really want to invest in Advent, you know, and, and that starts now, you know, as we kind of prepare for the season 
the secular freight train of Christmas will hit you hard if you're not like at least being a little bit watchful and aware of what your priorities are and what you're, you know, really looking at. And my word of encouragement for people is it was something that Father John said in we I was doing the reform wellness. I was watching them him talk to Jackie and they were just chatting and he just said something really profound but simple, which I think that sometimes, you know, when I look at my life, yeah, you know, I joke because like in adoration, I'll sit with Jesus. And sometimes I feel like he's just saying, like, keep it simple, stupid. You know, like I like we complicate everything. And I feel like that's what admin is, is a way to just kind of like take a step back, take a deep breath, and keep it simple. And one of the things Father said on that was, you know, the reason why. Sometimes it gets so hard and things can get so distracting and even something as beautiful as Advent can get overwhelmed is because, you know, our whole life is about this journey of trying to get home. Like we're trying to get home to, you know, we're trying to get to heaven. We're trying to take our families to heaven. We're trying to take our spouses to heaven. We're trying to take ourselves and get them to heaven. And then on top of that, we're trying to get as many people as we can to heaven with us. You know, that's why so many of us do the ministries and the and the evangelizing that we do and the love that we have for our Lord and the begging we do to people like, this is rich and this is beauty and this is goodness and truth. And I want this for you. And so I think the simple way of saying, Lord, I have this priest that always says, you know, at the end of Lent, it's not what did you do or what did you not do? It's, are you more like Christ? And mm-hmm. I think that's a question we can ask for Advent is, okay, you know, whatever you want to add to your to your life to help Advent be more simple, whatever you want to subtract from your life to make your Advent more fruitful is really that question in the end of like that question of, you know, I'm trying to get home. And then when things don't go right and things don't, you know, I would say like, you know, you're trying to make it beautiful and you over romance things and you try to do all these things. And when it doesn't, when it falls short, sometimes you almost have to step back and be like, it's because I'm not made for this world. Like when you're going through sufferings, you know, I was thinking about this for a lot of people. This is going to be a really hard Advent. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really hard Christmas. A lot of people have lost their loved ones because of COVID. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have lost their homes. A lot of people aren't going to have money, aren't going to have resources for the kind of Christmas they want to have. And if that's you, you know, if that's what you're going through right now, and like our Lord is in that and that he's mm-hmm. in that suffering. And and what I have found during times of great suffering for me, especially during holidays or even, you know, during times of solitude where you feel more alone or more uncomfortable than you want to, or you're going through suffering that you are is dang, he is, is really trying to pull you close. And he is really trying to like kind of dig deeper into whatever it is that you're going through. And he's wanting to bring you closer to him. And so that idea of like, we're on this journey home, you know, and thinking about Mary and Joseph and and just so many journeys that they went on and, and even that journey to Christmas being, you know, the answer lies in that manger. Like, you know, that there's something so deep there. And, and that Advent journey is taking us closer to him. And at the end of Advent on Christmas day, like I want to be more like Christ and I want to invite him even more deeply into my family and into my life and into my heart. And that's really, for me, that's a word of encouragement to everyone out there is it's okay for this, this Advent to look different for it to look, you know, for it to maybe not be the hustle and bustle. And maybe you, maybe you're letting go of a few things and you're adding a few things for Mm -hmm. Christ and making room for him, you know, and that's okay. And, And you might be going through a really hard time and, you know, he doesn't expect you to come to him any other way, but messy and broken. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he just wants to welcome you into that, this advent and that's a journey. And that's why I love a book like Father John's is like really a guide to that and digging mm-hmm. deeper and not having to come up with all those questions on your own. And in the stillness of advent, you know, I love turning all the lights off and going by candlelight or going by the light of the Christmas tree and doing our night prayers, you know, just like that, in that quiet, in that solitude, to really just ask those hard questions of like, Lord, where have I shut you out? And where do I want to bring you more closely into my life? And 
he father john just does such a great job bringing all mm-hmm. those questions to the forefront because again we're busy we we need someone to like guide us to hold guide my us, hand yeah. like literally write my questions write these questions for me to ponder you know so i yeah. love it i love that it is it's such a great gift it's such a great resource sarah where can we follow you on social media yeah so i'm on over on emotionalvirtue.com and i love instagram and it's sarah swafford 18 but i love being on twitter too but gosh life gets so busy sometimes i can't keep up with it all yeah. so I haven't figured out enough TikTok dances to be on there, but I love my <laughs> my life over on Facebook and, and Instagram. So, awesome. but um, like I want to thank that. you, Katie. Thank you for your friendship over the years, and thank you for just everything that you've done for the church. And I love your zeal and your honesty, and I just really value your friendship and all that you're doing. You. I appreciate you bringing bringing our Lord to the masses yeah. here on the radio. Awesome. I love it. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, Sarah. We really appreciate it. You know, Sarah had some great insights there that put me at ease. I've kind of felt the rush and the hum of the season already and wanting to make sure that I have everything prepared, especially since I've got some trips coming up and, you know, are the presents ready? Do we have St. Nicholas Day under control? Do I have a Jesse tree? Do I have my Advent wreath? All these these little particular things that we want to take care of. And it's good to take care of those things. Don't get me wrong. But are we being intentional as we get ready for those things and recognize that that all of that stuff that we do is to try to lead us closer to Jesus Christ and to be watchful as we're doing it, to watch what Christ is doing in our lives, to maybe even in in an intentional way to watch for him. You know, later on this week, when you're working through the Adore book with Father John Burns, there's a quote from St. Gerard Magella. Who except God can give you peace? Has the world ever been able to satisfy the heart? And I think Sarah brought up a really great point about how when we are over-concerned about the little tiny things in Advent, then we're not able to actually pay attention to the ways that the Lord has satisfied us above the world. We're not able to actually watch in the way that the Lord is inviting us to. I hope you enjoy this first week of our guided Advent journal as we pray and meditate on these images and on these words through the Adore Journal. I hope that you have a fruitful first week of the Advent season. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more, including an awesome conversation with good friend of the show, Heather Kim, who will talk with us about the second theme of our Advent journey together about preparation. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Also, you can sign up for our weekly emails over on the AveMariaPress.com website and get these podcasts and, and the Instagram live conversations straight into your inbox. We'd love it if you'd join us for all of these conversations. Of course, we'd love it if you'd share this podcast with other people. And of course, grab your copy of Adore over at AveMariaPress.com. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more. Happy first week of Advent. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.